Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Hey, y'all, and I'm JJ Crable. Hey, y'all, and I'm Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Every <Sorry>. time. <laughs> that sounded very good. And on this episode, um, we have another guest from Reddit. We have Megan. Megan, you want to introduce yourself to our audience? Yes, um... I'm Megan. <laughs> hey, Megan. I don't really know much else to say. I haven't done this before, so I'm excited. Yeah, well, we're excited to have you on. Thank so Megan, you. Megan, usually we like to kind of find out where our guests fall on the spectrum of believing in ghosts. So like zero, you don't believe in ghosts at all, and mm -hmm. 10, ghosts are 100% real. Where do you kind of fall on that? I would say 10. Wow. Just okay. because I don't think I've ever had the chance or opportunity if that makes sense to not believe in ghosts. interesting it's just it's always been a part of my life ever since i was little it's always just been something that's talked about and it's always just something that i've had in my life for so long i don't think i ever had a time to ever question it wow so did you have an encounter pretty early on in your life with uh, what you would say is a ghost yeah i would say so um when I was around like four or five years old, we were at my grandparents' house and my sister um, looks over and sees a guy on a ladder watering trees. And she was confused and asked my Nana who it was and she didn't see anybody. And um, I don't remember that, but she, just, but she never told me about that. I was there with them, but I don't remember it. But I had a dream a few years afterwards. My sister never talked about it or anything because it kind of freaked her out for a long time. And I had a dream with things that were different from that day. Little things were different. But I remember seeing him, and it's like he showed himself to my sister, but then showed himself to me later in a dream. So seeing him, and then it was like really weird. I just remember seeing him watering trees and he never looked back and never showed his face. He was just up there. And so it was really weird. And later when my sister was telling the story and I was like, you're getting details wrong. Like, that's not right. She's like, you don't, and like her and my Nana both said, you don't remember that day. Like that was not anything that happened, but I remember so vividly seeing it and remembering it. But different when you uh said that to your sister that she wasn't getting the details right were you mm -hmm. aware that you had experienced that in a dream or I like the, their story sounded so familiar that you thought you also witnessed at the same time that uh, i knew it was in a dream because i remember it being in a dream uh -huh. i remember waking up but thinking it so vividly yeah and when my sister was telling it i was like yeah that that's not how it happened in my dream. But um, I just remember it like it felt like it was real and that he was there and that I could uh, see him. Now, did you dream that in the same house that your sister had the paranormal experience in? Uh, yes, yes, I did. I um, 
it was all kind of in the same spot and everything about it was almost the same except for super small details like what we were eating that day outside or what was happening and it was it was really eerily similar but it wasn't the same did your uh, grandmother know have any idea of like why the significance of of that uh, man well uh, she's uh, i'm pretty sure she said it was our great great grandfather on her side because he used to live there and uh he would plant uh peach trees and he would like water them and stuff and uh, mm -hmm. all the time around the same spot so like not too long ago is when she like told my sister that and mm -hmm. so that's kind of who we assume it was and she saw him once more because we live on a dirt road it's just us and my aunt and uncle and their kids who live down it and she was walking home from her house and she saw him in the woods just walk and then disappear. Wow. So it was kind of weird and she was kind of freaked out about it, but I never really get freaked out about ghosts. Cause like, it's just always been a part of my life and I see him more than anybody else does in my family. So it doesn't really scare me. But uh, I remember one time we were playing hide and seek in the dark at, the, at my grandma's house. And the way their house is laid out, the backyard is very far from the front yard. So if somebody had to come from the end of the front yard to the backyard, you will absolutely hear it. And they cannot be that quick to get there. And we were playing hide and seek. And so it was us three girls, my sister and my cousin. And our cousin Hagen was hiding in the uh, front um yard but we didn't know that so we went to the backyard and we were looking my poppy has tractors and stuff so we were over there and we see like a shadow man with like a cap and like red boot like boots like the same guy we saw and so we got freaked out and we went back to the thing and we called Hagen and he came running from the front yard and there was nobody that could have been out there because our houses were kind of spaced apart and there was nobody that would have been out there our poppy was inside and he doesn't have the same build nobody really has the same build as that person had like the build was very distinctive but it was just a shadow so it was kind of it was really weird when you say it was just a shadow like i mean did he he just kind of looked like a silhouette of a person or? yeah it was just like a silhouette like shadow but you could still see that he was wearing red boots? Yeah. It's it's kind of weird. It's like his detail. Like, you could see, like, the details of him, but not his face. Mm -hmm. huh. But he was still a shadow, if that makes sense. It was it was a really weird experience, and it kind of was a little bit more spooky than the other ones, Yeah, I would say, because it's kind of weird. We had, we had people talk about shadow people a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I think yeah. someone, Kyle maybe, specified red boots. We'll have to go back and look at uh, those episodes, but we found like mm -hmm. some similar characteristics. Maybe it was a hat or yeah. something. Yeah, he uh, he always wore um, boots and hats and overalls all the time, and that's every time we saw him, that's how he looked. But we haven't seen him in I don't know how many years. Like, so you saw that apparition more than one time then? Yeah, I did. And so he hasn't come around for a really long time, and I don't think I'll see him again. I guess he moved on or whatever, but I, none of us have seen him, but we have seen many others. <laughs> well, I'm just curious because, I mean, you just seem so calm and knowledgeable about all of these experiences because you say you've had them your whole life. Mm -hmm. So if someone, like, asked you uh, just kind of to explain ghosts, how would you yeah. explain them? 
I would say that they come in many different forms. You can see them as an apparition. You can see them as like a full-bodied apparition, shadows. Sometimes you can feel them and not see them. Mm-hmm. And they are around you a lot of the time. I think they are people that have died and, you know, have not left yet or um, can't really move on in certain ways. My sister has this theory that because um, the past and the future are happening at the same time, it's just a slip through time. And just, that's what she thinks. But I think that there are people that have died and just haven't moved on yet or just are stuck here. And so I think you can see them in many different ways. And some people can see them more than others, I would say. And definitely children or people that don't, I think they see them a lot better because when you get older, you get told that that stuff isn't real and you start to like block that part out of your brain. And I don't think that those type of people can see them. But when you're little, you just don't really know so you can see a lot more and then if you get older and you decide to not believe or you still believe you can see them differently and I don't think they want to show themselves to people that aren't willing to believe that they are real so it's kind of like Santa Claus in a way I would guess so yeah a little bit <laughs> I mean JJ you'll never see a ghost because they don't want to show themselves <laughs> you. Uh, you need I, to be nicer I, I've been saying this whole time I really I I you know, I'm very skeptical when it comes to ghosts. I yeah. think there are, you know, other possible explanations, although I don't mm-hmm. always know what they are. Um, honestly, yeah. I don't know, like, with your stories, how else you mm-hmm. could explain that. But but if there are ghosts out there, I really want to see them. I want them to come hang out with me. And yeah. so far, none of them have. And I think the thing is that a lot of, I've, I've in my um, experiences, spirits are very intelligent and they know whether you believe in them or not and they know whether they want to show themselves to you if because Mm -hmm. if you have no interest and you click like you write stuff off all the time they're going to get bored and they're not going to want to you know deal with it anymore and they just want to move on to somebody else so do you think that these ghosts are kind of having fun with you oh i think definitely a couple of them our tricksters ghost is what I call them. Trickster ghost. Yeah. They just love to like, just mess with you and be annoying kind of, and just like not there to like do anything else, but annoy you. Specific examples of that. Uh, yes. Um, so I have this weird thing. I guess it's also been a thing since, you know, I was little, which why I kind of believe in ghosts all the time is when a ghost is around before it appears, I can tell if it's a boy or a girl, kind of what age it's around and kind of if it's good or bad, I can get a sense whether it's good or evil. So this one time I was in my parents' room because they were doing something, um, some work on in my room and I couldn't be in there for the day. And I was fine and I was just perfectly fine the whole day. And then I felt really weird and uncomfortable and I felt like somebody was there. And my parents' room is like a weird hot spot for ghosts to come in because my mom always has like real bad dreams where then when she wakes up, that entity that was in her dream is in her room. And it's there a lot of the time. So a lot of ghosts like to come through there, I think. And so I was getting uncomfortable and they finally said I could go back to my room. So I went back to my room and, but I felt it follow me. And so I was just in there and I was just, I felt like it was like a boy, maybe around like six years old. And I was just like sitting there and I was like, like I couldn't tell if it was evil when I couldn't tell if it was good. So I was kind of freaking out because 
if I can tell it's good, I don't really care. They can just be around or whatever, but um, I couldn't tell. So it was really frustrating. And it just seemed like no matter what I did, he just wanted to be there next to me, like around me. And so it was really uncomfortable. And I told my mom and my mom like believes in ghosts and stuff. And she has kind of, uh, she has premonitions a lot of the time. And so she's very like in tune with that stuff like I am. So I told her about it and she's like, um, she told him to go to her room and stay there, not mess with me. And she left the room and he followed her and he went into her room and I did not feel him anymore in my room. And then I, uh, went back and checked her room and he was gone. I think because he couldn't, like he heard from authority figure that he couldn't mess with somebody. Then he like listened and he stopped and he just got bored because he couldn't mess with me anymore. So he decided to just leave. <laughs> That but, is a reoccurring theme we've heard from like uh-huh. people who, you know, claim that they can speak to the paranormal or see spirits a lot that mm-hmm. if you're stern with them and just tell them to go away, they'll yeah. go away. I don't know like what it is. And I've heard people also have like the same like way with the spirit world as I do, where they can just like sense them and feel kind of how old they are and what uh, gender and they're good or bad and other people have had that experience too. I just never know like what category to put it in. So I'm just like, I just have this weird thing. I don't know, (laughs) you know, but um, it's kind of, I feel like it's more, I feel like it's because my mom is so in tune with that too. It's just something about our, the women's side of our family is easier to see ghosts and stuff like that. And I don't know why it is, but my dad, has never seen a ghost and his side of the family, except for his father, hasn't seen any ghosts. So it was, it's just kind of weird because on my mom's side, all the women see ghosts because my poppy doesn't believe in ghosts, even though he clearly has seen some, <laughs> but likes to write it off as everything. Yeah. So when you um, are kind of getting these, like feeling these sensations, mm-hmm. Are there, are there any kind of like specific sensations that you get that kind of tip you off as to whether uh, the ghost is, has good intentions or bad intentions? I, it's weird. It's like, cause in my head, like it's just, it comes up and I can feel whether it's good or bad. If I feel more anxious around it and very trapped, I feel like it's maybe leaning towards the more evil side or trickster side. If it's like, I don't feel scared or anything or anxious then it's a good spirit normally mm-hmm. uh but if i feel absolutely terrified it is definitely evil and i don't want any part of it right and so how do you are, do you ever you know doubt those feelings do you ever think maybe uh, it's like feeling anxious because sometimes yeah sometimes i i have but um it's just such a distinct feeling that like I can't place on anything else and I can't really describe it super well but other people that I have seen that also feel the like they can't describe it either it's just like the certain feeling that you get and like in your head like the age pops up kind of just like in your head and the gender and you just know before it appears and this one didn't appear because I don't think it had enough time to appear but so I didn't get a confirmation on if he was a boy or not but I call it a boy when I describe him a lot. I think he was just mad that he couldn't mess with me anymore. So he left, but it's weird that me and my mom kind of have those weird things because nobody in my family is pagan or Wiccan or anything like that. We're just like non-denominational Christians. So, I mean, none of us have been ever really into the world and yet we, we can like, we're closer to it. 
and it's weird. And so because of my whole life being in like this world of spirits are real and like having to deal with them, I um, look into a lot of things, make sure I know how to protect myself from things that are evil because I don't want anything to happen. <laughs> you know, I try to, I try to be um, more as knowledgeable as I can about that world. Have you ever encountered poltergeist, like where things move or? Uh, no, I wouldn't say a poltergeist. I mean, and I wouldn't say it's haunting because I haven't had anything that really stayed for too long, but I did have um, a set of girl sisters that stayed for about a year or so in our house. Uh, I was uh, one, like, it, this was a while before, like, the big, like, thing that I saw of them. I was just coming out of, like, a certain room in the house, and I uh, was walking past, and then there was this wall, and then I saw a girl. And I, like, got freaked out because it scared me. And then my mom and sister were like, what? Like, there was nothing there. So I just kind of brushed it off, and I was like, fine, whatever. And then a while later, I was, um, it was in the morning, and I was just there in my room, and... I was on my phone and I started hearing like giggling, like little girl giggling. And there's no like little kids in my house or anything like that. And we don't live in a neighborhood, so there couldn't be people outside like that. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of like, maybe my sister's watching something on her phone. So I went and I looked and she was asleep and my brother was asleep and my mom was asleep. My dad was already at work and they're not the type of people to like prank about that stuff like it's just not something that they would ever do and I know that they wouldn't so I was kind of I was like more it felt more eerie than like scared so I wasn't super scared I was just like this is a little weird and so I was just sitting in my bed and then I kept hearing it and kind of hearing like whispers of my name and I was like I'm done and I went to my mom's room and I was like mom there's like some little girl ghosts in this house and she goes last night I went to go to the kitchen and two little girl ghosts were running in the living room and I was like okay <laughs> she's like I didn't say anything I just kind of got my stuff and went back to my room and just didn't bother with anything and so you know me and her were like me and her just like set out like you know if you're good you can stay if you're bad just we don't want any trouble please just go and um for a while they stayed I could still sense them around for a while and my sister could hear they're like giggling sometimes and they would just be playing and I, in my head I would always um like my thing they always appear as like one's like probably around seven and the other one's probably around like five so just like a little different and my mom kind of my mom agreed because when she saw them they were one was like a little bit older and the other was a little bit younger wow. and she just distinctly saw them running and giggling through the uh living room and she just was like okay and went into her thing and just went to bed and so they stayed for a while but I haven't seen them in about a year if i'm ever a ghost i'm coming to your house because you guys sound yes. so nice for like that come to yes coming they sound like they're just drawn to you guys especially like these younger ones yeah it's really weird and i don't know why that is i guess it's just i don't know something about our spirits ourselves our souls or something that they yeah, you're just like open and welcoming more yeah more wanting to come towards us, I guess. I don't really know, what, but... What's the most recent um, one you've experienced? Uh, I would say that is my demonic experience that I had. Goodness, tell that us. I did not enjoy one bit. So I... It was like 7 o'clock, but it was in fall, so it was dark already outside, and I'm not scared of the dark. Like, the dark doesn't scare me at all. I just blackness and so I never really get scared about it uh -huh. but I went outside to walk my sister's dog 
and I was walking her and I just automatically, I felt scared as soon as I stepped out of the house. Like I just felt like terrified, like a feeling I've never felt in my life. And I was like, I don't like this. I need to hurry up. So I got her and she started to pee and I like looked over near this um, shipping container we have. And I looked over and it was this gigantic black mass And it was like, there was nothing that could have made a shadow that looked like that. It was terrifying. It was like huge. And it almost looked close to me, but it wasn't. It was like that big where it looked like it was super close to me, but it was over far away. And so I was freaking out and I looked at the dog. I was like, hurry up. And I grabbed her. And when I looked back, it was it was gone, but I could see a little bit of the shadow and like, it looked like a weird, like back of a person, but all like messed up and things protruding out of it. And it like disappeared in the woods. And I freaked out. I went inside. I told my mom, I was like, where's my cross? Where's the pentagrams? I need to put them up. I'm like, let me put salt around the house. She's like, no. And I was like, I was like freaking out. I like, I like cried for a while afterwards. It was just so like scary and I didn't feel safe. It just was something that I never, ever want to experience again in my life. I hate it. I hated it. And I'm glad that it didn't try to, you know, mess with us or try to do anything more. But I try to keep, you know, anything bad from coming. I don't do Ouija boards or anything like that. I just try to keep everything neutral and just hope that nothing bad comes up. Oh my goodness, that sounds terrifying. It is pretty scary. Like I has anyone in your family experienced kind of like a demonic presence before? Uh I would say this is more evil. It happened to my poppy and yet he's the one that says, Oh, they're not real. <laughs> but um this is what happened. He he um excavates things and he builds ponds for a living. So that's what he does. And um he was clearing out a space and he saw like this old like noose hanging up. It was really weird. And so he was like, okay. And he was taking everything down. And when he was like digging up, he found like bones and he thought, oh, this is like, he's like probably like animal bones, whatever. And because he doesn't really think too deeply into that stuff. He's like, it's fine. It's whatever. So he puts it on the back of his truck and he couldn't dump it that day. So he came home and he uh, just did his normal stuff, went to bed and he woke up and there was a man kind of dressed in like a pinstripe suit with a hat who had a noose around his hand and was pressing on his chest and like choking my Nana. And my poppy like couldn't get up and it like, like he could move his head, he could move his arms, but he was holding him down so much he couldn't sit up. So it wasn't sleep paralysis because he can move uh, everything else. It was just, he was holding down so much. And then finally he disappeared and my poppy jumped up out of bed, was screaming, running around the room, trying to get my nana to wake up. And she woke up she's like, what's going on? Like, and he's like, Oh my God, there was like somebody there. I think it was like maybe the bones of that person. Like that was there. And he was like freaking out. And, but he loves to try to dismiss all that stuff. And he loves, I just think he, he doesn't want to believe in it at all. How can you dismiss that? I don't know. He just doesn't want, I guess he just doesn't want to believe in that stuff. Cause I think people who are so keen on dismissing everything, just don't want anything that is out of their reality to be real because I feel like it would crush their whole reality. There's also their a whole, thing, 
social kind of standard with that too. Yeah. Cause I feel like for a lot of people who, um, my best example is Shane from Buzzfeed Unsolved is like, he wants to, he doesn't want to accept anything. And so that, um, if he did like his whole reality would be skewed and messed up and he wants to stay safe in his reality. So I think those type of people just want to stay safe and don't ever want anything like that to be real. Right. But that was like the only other super like creepy thing. I'm pretty sure I saw him again. One time I was walking down the road on my way home and everything about him, his face shape, everything was the same that my poppy described, but I saw him and he had a briefcase and he looked at me and he waved and he disappeared. And I was like, I was like, I don't like that. So I just had to keep walking home and then go and I was like, I guess you're leaving. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah, like, what you want me to do. <laughs> it's almost like, uh, you're, do you call him Pappy? Sorry, I miss Poppy. <laughs> yeah. Poppy. Oh, Poppy. It's like he almost like released his spirit because mm-hmm. maybe he was like trapped underneath, you know, where he excavated for this pond. Yeah. And then he wanted you, oh, I keep hearing footsteps <laughs> in my house. I only, I rarely get like this during podcasts where I'm just like everywhere I look. Yeah. Um, and, and then it's like he wanted you to know since you mm-hmm. were related to him. But it's weird that he'd be choking your grandma. I don't. Yeah, I guess it was just he was angry that he got dug up and he was like, I was fine and now you messed with me. Because, yeah. you, you know, you shouldn't really mess with like the burial sites of a body um but i guess that's kind of what jj yeah <laughs> yeah jj i don't mess with the burial harm me but they haven't i was hoping no, i just please. want to be very clear i have not desecrated any burial sites i hope not <laughs> Um, and your grandma didn't w- feel anything or how like she fear. said when she felt, uh, when she woke up, she felt like shortness of breath, like something had been like choking her a little bit, wow. but I guess like he was just real mad at my poppy for <laughs> digging him up and he just wanted to show him that he was angry or do something, wow. you know, but, and then seeing him again, he was just like leaving and like, I was like, okay, leave please. <laughs> So, Megan, do you consider yourself like a medium and a psychic because you have all these experiences? I wouldn't say a medium per se. I can't, I don't, I've never like communicated with a spirit. No one's ever in my mind. No one's ever like tried to say something to me or anything like that. But I would say I'm some sort of a psychic in like the spirit world, I would say. And I think my mom is too, but a little bit less in the spirit world and just more of like premonition type stuff. Cause she'll be, she one time, she was at home and she called my poppy and she goes, how are those chocolate covered strawberries? And he just sits there for a second. And he goes, where are you? I can't find you. She's like, I'm at home. He goes, I was just eating them. Like, what are you, like, you know, and she's like, yeah, I knew. He's like, what do you mean you knew? She's like, I just knew. <laughs> and it's kind of something that like, she never, you know, she never tries to open her mind more to it because it's something that like, she doesn't want to mess with. And it'd be something that, gets too out of hand but she'll like know if something doesn't feel right and she'll like steer away from it or like if she has dreams that I get kidnapped I stay by her side that day and I do not question it right and I just am like okay like I don't want to get kidnapped and I just listen to her and I do everything she says that day because I'm like no thank you (laughs) because I I believe in all that type of stuff and 
she does too, to a certain extent. I think I'm more, um, like, cause when I was little, like with that first experience, I think that was like my first like experience and I like open to the spirit world. And I was like, I believe in ghosts. And then like around seven or eight is where I started to believe in more supernatural. So like other beings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so not everybody in my family is believes in that, but they do believe in spirits. Gotcha. Uh, but I think I'm more in tune to the spirit side than she is. And I, I look more into that stuff and the occult and stuff like that, mostly to just make sure I can protect ourselves if anything happens to, you know, so I, I try to do that in, in a way where I'm not harming anything or making it me susceptible to demons coming to my house or anything like that. Like I try to do everything I look up to be very safe and everything. And I've always been told ever since I was little, do not touch a Ouija board. I don't get like, I, I know there, does that. I know there is a certain, I know there is a certain way to close it and everything will be fine, but I do not want to risk it. Cause I don't think at all you're dealing with. I think that it just opens cause it's conjuring. Yeah. It's just a board. Like the board is a board, right. but it's the conjuring of spirits asking spirits to come to you is what the problem is. It's because you're opening up that for anything to come in. Right. I mean, it's not the board itself. It's just you doing that and putting your energy into something and letting spirits come through. That is yeah. not well, very good to do. I feel like, especially if you did it and they'd all be like, we have oh to- yeah, they'll be like, pick me, pick me. Maybe that scene from Ghostbusters where the, all the spirits are just like flurling <laughs> yeah. around like everyone. They're like, pick me, pick me. You haven't seen oh, Ghostbusters? I, I hope Aaron Shore is not listening right now. But oh, no, I have um, it's a friend of ours who's obsessed with Ghostbusters. But no, I have not actually seen the first one. I've seen the all the all female cast one. Okay, yeah, I've seen one. that one. I have seen bits and pieces of Ghostbusters, <sighs> but I have not seen the full movie. JJ. I have, but I don't remember that part. It, but it's been I, a while. That's one of the scenes that I remember vividly, yeah. like seeing, because I would like come through when everybody's like watching it. Uh, but um, I've never sat down and watched the full thing. Cool. Well, Megan, uh, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, those stories were fascinating, and we wish you all the best as you move forward. Thank yeah, you so it's- much. And if we ever experience something or have questions, we're going to have you back on. Please, <laughs> because if I, if I experience something else, I definitely want to tell you guys. So Yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. For sure. I'm always free because I'm never anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me, and I really appreciate it. And thank yeah, you absolutely. so much. Thank you. You have a good day. Thank okay. you. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Well, how how did that move you on the scale? Are you believing in ghosts more or less? Or what are you thinking? I mean, I guess I don't know if I, I've been moving on the scale much. I feel like now I'm pretty much kind of on the fence, having an open mind and just sort of waiting for some kind of personal confirmation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to really to really sway me from one side to the other um so i don't know i i guess i would say i'm i'm firmly in ghost agnostic territory jj do you feel like you get scared a little easier since we've been doing all these episodes or still kind of the same (laughs) no nothing scares me (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, like everyone that we've talked to, none of them have, you know, they've all lived to tell their stories. So let's be scared of I am more convinced that we are not the people that ghosts want to talk to or hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode, I'm like, okay. We're too thirsty. They're just like, ew. We're no. so thirsty. <laughs> We're like, we want you on the podcast. Thirsty Come for on. those ghosts. Well, Kat, what about you? How are you feeling after that episode? Uh, but, well, I mean, I think it moved it a little bit for me. I'm still on my energy thing. Uh, but yeah, more so just I think it takes a type of like, just like emotionally or spiritually open kind of person, Yeah. which I don't know, maybe that has something to say about me already believing a little bit more than some people on this podcast. Some people. Yeah. No names. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I don't know. So maybe it has to do with like her being a little bit more empathetic and able to read people's emotions or feel, feel, that energy change in the air or what, but I don't know. I will say now that I've had a baby for several months, I've I've gotten so conditioned to like listening for a sound in other rooms, like listening for him to cry or like waiting to hear the monitor go off that it's made me get like, like uh scared easier. I'll like, even when I'll be holding him and I'll think I hear him in another room, but it's just cause I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> And I'm so conditioned now to listening to that all the time. But I also think this podcast, hearing all these stories all the time, because I am kind of easily like, I take a lot of that on or whatever, I think, because I'm uh, empathic. But yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I'll have some lasting effects from this one too. But but I, I'm similar to you, Kat. I, I think this one, you know, might have moved the needle a little bit. Uh, more than anything, it was just cool to hear her stories. And I think in general, my needle has been moved some from this podcast. Um which is cool. And maybe one day our thirst will be quenched and we'll all get a, a sweet haunting from a ghost. And we'll all be killed by a demon ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I know they've heard me say I'm not scared of them. They're, they're coming. That like hunchback mat, black mask guy she talked about is going to come out. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. so creepy. Well, on that note, uh, the Real Haltings family hopes everybody's staying safe, you know, surviving COVID. And taking time for yourself to come down from the stress. Yes. I thought you were going to say taking vitamins, but also that. And taking your vitamins. vitamins. Because we are sponsored by a vitamin company. I wish. Give us your sweet vitamin money. Yeah, we'll, we'll hide vitamins. some vitamins. Eat your vitamins. Well, on that note, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ Crable. And I'm Kat. Ooh. Y'all. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.